Hey everyone, and uh, welcome to the Philip Show. Glad you're here. Grab your coffee. Um, it's been um, an incredible day today. I had a huge conversation with somebody, um, which kind of leads into uh, the interview today. We were talking about vision and passion, and what does that mean? Where does that come from? And uh, and how do you use it? You know, what's this ball of passion and what are people doing? Right now, there's just a lot of conversations about a lot of things. It could be politics, it could be activism, it could be um, creativity. There's just a lot going on, clearly in music. You know, there's just a lot. You know, so today, to help us navigate some of that and to give us a little bit of um, insight into their own journey, we have Baxter Stapleton here. He is a um, creative filmmaker as well as an activist. Baxter. Philip, so great to be here. Hey, so I'm so excited uh, that you're here. How's everything going? Oh, it's it's going. We're you know we're we're fall festive. We're fall festive. That's a very good way to put that. Yeah. It's that weather where it's just kind of like, you just really don't know what to wear when you walk outside. You're either going to sweat <laughs> or freeze. Like you just don't know, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I was in your neck of the woods yesterday picking apples. So. Oh, picking apple. What? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, I never picked really. Where yeah, do they um, grow? Look, I feel all, um, not over here anymore. Where do they grow those? It's uh, one of the family farms. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's. I, I'm blanking the name, but um, they were. Yeah, have totally okay. Yeah, great, great, great varieties of apples, and yeah, highly recommend. Really, I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm not super outdoorsy, but um, maybe there's some domestic apples that we could pick. I don't know. But, oh yeah, and you can just go in the store and get the pre-pick ones too. You know, you can sell like you can get your little bat basket, and you know. See, yeah. see, that's my style. I'll pick them from the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I was involved here in Ohio in my community, but then I wanted to branch out. And that's what sort of made me leap to go to Los Angeles was to then kind of expand my world and like, and see other cultures and end up being able to travel the world and speak in other countries and like wow. do things to re really be able to like uh, ex expand. And like, you know, one of the things that I realized is that like, even though we we may seem like we're really different, we all like really care about the same things. Or just the more and more I travel, the more and more I realize that we're actually much more alike than we are different. And that's something I really wanted to have as a connecting theme through with my art, through music and and film, is to be able to show that you know we actually are a lot more alike than we're different. You know, that's interesting. I was looking at some of um, I was looking at some of your work. And um, it's definitely diverse and has a lot of um, a lot of different cultures in it. One of the things that's interesting about the experiment that you just said is that when those kind of experiments happen, you know, the mind of either its children or adults can go one of two ways. They can go the way that you went, where it's kind of empathetic and understanding and goes to discovery and wants to learn more. And now that becomes like either a minor or major platform, or it can go completely the opposite way, 
with like animosity, you know, anger, and it can just like jilt somebody. When you were going, uh, when you just decided to say, hey, you know, I think I want to learn more and embrace different cultures and use my gifts to kind of highlight those, what made, how did you, what did you do? Did you complete school, then go to film school in LA? Because I remember you mentioned LA. So what did you, what was your path? Um, so after finishing school in Centerville, I was really involved locally with like local politics and just a lot of nonprofit organizations. So I felt really compelled to like stay local and wanted to like be close to home. And a lot of people that I, uh, I was involved with a nonprofit called Kids Voting, which the whole mission of Kids Voting is to like get young people to like show up to vote and really build like civic engagement. So yeah. I, I was doing that in college and so I went to Cedarville University, which is like neighboring to Yellow Springs, and uh, that yeah, and, uh, and so like being you know in the area, and it's it's a small private school. So I was like, oh, like I had gone to public school my whole life, so I was like, oh, this could be a cool uh, difference for me, and like something that could be a new challenge. And then uh, recognizing also like uh, coming out as gay, like I, I, it was really hard because like that school isn't really affirming of that. So. No, it's not. I, uh, yeah, so so that was also a big part of my journey. It was recognizing, really becoming my my full self, and uh, ended up going to Wright State, which is also here in Dayton, Ohio. And so studied in the nonprofit management, public uh, affair, public administration program. Mm -hmm. And um, so, like, but that's like totally different than my career now because, like, I, I didn't study film at all and. In school and so really yeah and so like that's for me that's why I believe like you know you can't teach somebody taste you know you can't teach someone to have an opinion or perspective and uh, I know it's kind of a hot take but I, I just you know I mean there's a lot of great schools that can teach you technical skills but like you yeah. can't teach someone like you can't teach an artist to have like a, an opinion or a point of view I just and so that's why for me like it was so important I, I'm happy that I had like that foundation of political science and sociology and like social psychology because I feel like that's helped me a lot as a director and being able to like connect with people and helping to like uh, when I'm on set working with different people recognizing like okay how do we best communicate to get the end result and mm -hmm. and so and also like um, I think helps me be a better artist and more well-rounded having like you know being able to study other topics if that makes sense and yeah. So, so, but, but my uh, journey as a filmmaker was always like, okay, I, I see these like injustices or different things in the world, and I feel like a camera really captures truth because you you can't like you know when when you take a picture, it's like you, you can't really fake what's in front of the camera, or I mean you can yeah. manipulate it, but in a way we it's really we, we can try, we can try, we can try. I mean, people try and you know get get their filters on, but in in a way it's really capturing you know the the essence of what's there and so that's that's why i love a camera and i think that's what i initially got uh, started with documentary filmmaking because that was just more like okay capturing what's right in front of you and uh, i really loved that but it was always because i bought my own camera and really invested in just started and being able to like so I, I at the time i was working for the ymca and uh, I, I ended up getting um, a little bit of a grant or some seed funding to help start filming a program that the Y was doing around mentoring. Okay. And so that was like, kind of like my first directing job was like documenting that program. And from there, just kind of kept growing and, and, and asking, you know, there's like, there's that session in 
or this idea in improv, like yes anding. And so like the idea is like you start a topic and then I'll say yes and then and then and and build on that. And so that yeah. kind of like took that with my career is like I just kept asking people and, and hoping they would say yes and then being able to build and grow from there. What is your um what is your goal when it comes to filmmaking? Who do you want to be and what do you want to do? So, uh, so right now I, I've had a pretty long history of music video directing and okay. so I've been in the, in the I've been in the music space for a long time. And uh, now my goal is to then do more dramatic or like feature length films. That's what I'm currently focused on at the moment is like being able to develop uh, a, a feature length project. And I just finished as a, a cinematographer, like the director of photography on a feature that'll come out next year. Okay. So now being able to then um, direct something that I've wrote is like the next step. With your and passion, then, and, go ahead. And then, go ahead. And then that's, and that's why I, I uh, wanted to move back to Ohio to my hometown was then to be able to like complete that project here. So that's my focus is like being able to Why film here? something local. Why here? Uh, I think there's just, there's a really rich history in, of culture that I think that is untapped in a lot of ways because I feel, I have found a lot of my peers or other artists feel like they need to go to bigger markets to then be recognized. And I think there's some truth to that because like the business of art is super important. So being able to like, you know, sustain yourself as an artist, you know, needs to be like, there's infrastructures in certain places. Like, of course, like when people think of film and, you know, and art, they think of maybe Los Angeles or New York or other places, yeah. but like, but um, it is really possible to do it in other places now because of how technology is advanced. And so I think that we forget that Dayton was the birthplace of funk music and that yeah. like, and, and in a lot of ways, yeah exactly like you know the, the troutman sound and like it, it was even uh, yeah. like a lot of west coast hip-hop was inspired by the sound that was started here in in dayton ohio and so i think that so many influences that came from here then birthed other creativity and other you know genres because of what was built here so i think that i don't want people to forget that you know, there's a lot of greatness that came from this place. And I think that there's, there has to be the right synergy of people. And I think there are right yeah. now, like what, what you're doing with your show. And like, I think there's a lot of other really talented people here that just, if we can, you know, link, link up and, and build that that's what, what's happening. Cause I've seen that happen in other places. Like Atlanta has really been booming in yeah. cre creatively. And I think that's because a lot of people have decided that, Oh, we can be stronger together. And I think that, um, yeah, that's that's been my hope, and that's what I've been tr trying to do the last year is like find other artists that are doing things and seeing okay, how can I help and you know work work together. You have mentioned um, at the beginning the the scenario that you were talking about um, that was very similar to Jane Elliott when it came to um, eye color and feeling um, and feeling othered when it comes to that. With your own experience and perhaps um, the opportunity in your life to feel othered, do you think that that plays a role in your passion for being so um, diverse and empathetic in a lot of the work that you do? Yeah, absolutely. And I've been really intentional about the types of people that I work with and like the projects that I choose to to, to, um, to like be a part of. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. So,
Yeah. So, so like, for example, I worked on a, I was a creative director for an actress, Yvonne Orji, who's on the show Insecure. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's what's unique about that experience is that like, I was like the first white person she like hired, I feel like, because so much of her team was other Nigerians. She, you know, having grown up in Nigeria, that was like really important for her. And so like a part of the process of our initial interview, I just wanted to, I shared with her kind of my heart as to why I wanted to, you know, be on her team. And, and then like, I think one thing I, I really like love about what you do is you talk about being authentic. And so I think that like, I really wanted to share like, you know, my heart as to why I think what she's doing is important. And I think that came across and we, you know, worked together and then helped film her first comedy special. And we went to Nigeria together. And so that was really yeah. an experience. Like for me being, you know, uh, a minority in a, in a beautiful country and just like being able to soak in the culture there was really amazing. And me and being able to capture on camera. So I hear, um, you know, some of the references that, you know, and uh, you use when it comes to, let's say, Roger Troutman or, you know, those, the, those that kind of genre here in Ohio. Um, and then, you know, you work um, abroad, say, in Africa. Do you find that in a lot of the spaces that you go into, you are the minority? Um, it has been that way recently, yeah, because a lot of I, I've worked with a lot of um, black and brown artists. And so, like, I, I, a lot of times I have been, like, um, a white space in a black space, like a white face in a black space. But, uh, and, and I think that, like, that's a, a one thing that I've been like really trying to like, one of my favorite compliments is like when an artist says, Oh my gosh, like this is exactly how I pictured it in my head. And mm-hmm. so like, that's been for me something that I really want to like showcase in my work is like just beauty and excellence. And like, uh, so that when I find people, I think are super talented. I want to be like, Hey, I want to help amplify and like you know show what you're doing and so that's just happened naturally because i I think so much of the what i've been been doing is like it's like referral so like once someone sees something like oh i I love that so i want more of that too and so that's just kind of how my network's been building yeah because then all of a sudden you kind of stay within the same space because that's kind of the same network if you will you know unless the network to me a lot of times you know, and that's, that's a, and that's the part of like with branding. I feel like with with the business and with different artists, is that like once you sort of have like a, an image that people see, then they kind of like, oh, you're that guy. If that makes yeah. sense. So like, and and so that's kind of become a little bit of like my brand in a way, just like the, because of the work that I've done. And so like, uh, I think that once someone sees that, oh, I want more of that. If that makes sense. So yeah, I think that's awesome. When the work, it's like I want more of that work, you know, and it comes with this creative. You know, so I think that that's an amazing kind of um, natural business card, if you will, because, you know, the product will speak for itself. Right. And I do. I, do um, I think that is one of the highest compliments to um, hear somebody's vision and to start the creative process and then execute it. And then the person with the vision says, that's exactly what I was thinking. That is huge. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You um, are also, you're a huge activist. Um, tell me about your activism. That's always been like a, uh, a big part of like why I love art so much too, is I think that art is such a unifier in bringing people together. And I think uh, also a big part of why I love being an activist is that it comes from like my faith growing up. And okay. I think that um, 
because like, I don't know, I just really believe in like treat people the way you want to be treated. And so when I see like something not right, I, I feel like you have an obligation to like do something about it because the world's only going to change when people do something like, you know, there's mm. the way the world is now and the way the world could be. And yeah. I think that it's only going to move unless we decide to like take action. So what is next for you? What's on the horizon for Baxter? Yeah, so I, I think that being able to produce original content is something I'm really passionate about uh, and focused on at the moment because I have been spending a lot of time working with other artists on their projects. And so now being able to write and direct something that uh, I've been working on is like my focus for next year. Yeah, and and through your through your uh, through your journey, I know um, I do music, and I'm very familiar with like entertainment and being in that part of the industry as well. Um, and I know that doesn't come that doesn't come without challenges. What challenges have you kind of faced when you're trying to kind of step into um, step into that creative space with people and projects, and with your specific um, with your specific point of view, what what challenges have you faced? The biggest challenge is that there, there's certain funders or people who have like the capacity to like produce something. And uh, there's so many, a large part of the business side of entertainment is relationships. Mm. And so there's like, there's currency in that, like, okay, well, this person can introduce you to someone. And, and that's why there's like, people get agents and managers and because it's like they need that person to then work on their behalf to like help them get the introduction or be able to like work with someone. Cause there's, there are a lot of hurdles in terms of like being able to get something produced, if that makes sense. And yeah. And, and so, um, having to be creative about finding, cause it like myself, like I'm like, I've worked in the system, like the entertainment, like the Hollywood system. But then like, if you want to like, you can use that system to do something, but then a lot of times if you have like a fresh or new idea that is a little risky, yeah, you have to then like find your own way to then produce it. And then once it's seen that there's an audience for it, then that's when the, the big machine, like the Hollywood system will then say, okay, we can now take this and then, uh, you know, do what we do. But until you can show that there's an audience for something, that's when they're like, okay, well, you know, this isn't really for us right now. And, and so that's, I think what I'm trying to work on now is like, okay, showing that there's an audience for this work that I, that, that I want to present. For you doing music, I think that's what I found working with a lot of music artists who have amazing talent is that like, they might have an, an incredible song, but like, this unfortunate part is like if they don't have a certain following or like their yeah. music isn't reaching a certain amount of people, then the business part of it's like, well, like, you know, it's going to cost a lot for us to market this. And, you know, we like come back to us when you have a little bit more of an established following, if that makes sense. And that's like, I get really frustrated when I see like people who've like all of a sudden got a record deal just because they have one TikTok video go viral is because you know, it's like, oh, people like the, the big machine says, oh, we can make a quick dollar off this. So we'll sign yeah. them. And, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean lasting impact. And so that's, I'm more interested in like the long, the long game, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, the um, yeah, long gone are the days for like the industry, if you will, desiring long impact, <laughs> long impact, because everything is so quick, and record labels are sort of dying because everything is a lot oh, of they're already, they're already dead. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything's like moving more independent. So that wave of viral and that wave of influencer, like you have to catch it while you can because it's gone tomorrow. <laughs> You know, and it's just right. kind of like, okay, so if you have this hit that may or may not, you no, know, depending upon, you know, your artistry level, um, it may or may not be your last hit. <laughs> so when, you know, when anybody thinks somebody's a product or a commodity, that's the only product, that's the only commodity, unless they have like longevity, which when it comes to internet, you know, that, that life, that shelf life is very, very short. Well, and that's why I've been really intentional about like coming back home to Dayton where I grew up and then working with artists here because so many artists in bigger cities will try and like fake that they are like from somewhere else even or be, and so like because it's really so important to like build up your audience locally like the people who already know you and then that's how you can grow yeah. and so like that's why I think there's uh, really great people in Dayton uh, who are you know creating different venues and spaces where artists can then have shows and then be able and i'm glad we can start you know doing that more in person now be able yeah. to like build your audience because that's how like you, so i was working with a band my first directing job in in hollywood was with this group called magic and they had a song called rude that got really popular mm -hmm. and so but the, the thing was that they were all living in a house together in north hollywood but they uh, signed with the record label in Canada because they wanted to seem like they were breaking out of Toronto because it seemed like a more organic story to like, mm -hmm. oh, this group's from Toronto. And like, and so I think that when a, I feel like a lot of times, a lot of artists I talk to here, like, oh, I think I need to move to, you know, a bigger city to like keep advancing my career. And I think just what I really want to encourage people to do is like stay here, but like just build your audience, you know, and yeah. it's just, and like, cause that's the most important thing. I think the most important thing I had initially was like finding the right mentors and people to help. Cause I think that's, that's, I think the big thing with people in smaller markets, so like places like here, it's like having the right mentors to guide you to, you know, go to, to achieve what you want to, because they've done it before. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's a really great point. You know, finding a mentor that takes a lot of, um, for, for, for some that takes a lot of humility. You know, because that says not that you need help, but that you need more knowledge than you have, and um, you know that takes a lot of humility in a, yeah. in, a in a industry that isn't <laughs> isn't that humble. Well, that's what you asked me. What I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I, yeah, I think every artist has there's a little bit of ego because I think you have to be a little bit stubborn because you want to like see your idea come to come to life. But yeah, yeah. Well, and then you asked me what I was doing next, like so. I, I ran for office here locally and um, because I, I think that we need new, fresh voices in our political system here. And so I wanted to help offer up a new voice. And that was the one thing I was disappointed by was the fact that there's been a lot of people in office here that have served for a long time, but I don't really see a lot of mentoring going on. Like there's a lot of, a lot of the electeds currently are very, satisfied with holding their seats you took the um you're taking the road right now of filmmaking you know and it's very creative somebody else may go the you know your political way you know but i think in all of that there is a sense of 
can I do it? We talked about authenticity. Can I do it? How will I do it? I'm scared to do it. What do I do? <laughs> you know, there's all of these emotions that come in. You're moving forward in all of these spaces. You know, so there's a, a level of courage that you have to, number one, not feel that being other stops you but it continues to give you the drive to even seek out other spaces and highlight those, you know? So for somebody who's kind of watching now, it's like, I don't know, you know? It's like, what, um, you know, what, I guess what skills or motivation, I, I think that's, it might be too broad, but what would you say? To no, I, yeah, I think the biggest thing is that fear will like stop people from achieving their greatest potential. So if you're someone who has an idea about starting a business or like you have a, a dream or desire that you've always wanted to accomplish, I think just actually getting start, started and doing it is the most important first step. Because like, if people around you aren't necessarily supportive initially, the right people will attract to you. And that's, I think, one of the beauties that I found in my story is that the more and more I just kept stepping out and pursuing what I wanted, the right people kept coming and being able to then, um, you know create opportunities together so i like like when i started the political journey i was like oh my gosh are people going to show up or like i'm so nervous that no one is even going to support me or like uh, just all these like doubts and so i think like quieting the, the doubtful voice is the most important thing to do first because we'll stop ourselves before even beginning and i think like the world deserves your your idea and in your brilliance and so like be not not like per, preventing ourselves from moving forward you know because i think we, we can be the hardest critics and so like just putting out the work and like just if you have a, a picture that you took and you love it just post it like if you have like an idea like get started like find the first customer find the first supporter like find the first fan and like keep going baxter i really appreciate you sharing your entire creative life <laughs> with us. You have so many things, uh, so many things going on. And um, it's awesome that um, that you're so passionate about um, about what you're doing. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you giving people space to share their stories and you know, be authentic. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I hope that um, you have much success and um, that you'll come back. Absolutely, yeah. We'll have, we'll have more to talk about. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> All right. So that is um, that's Baxter. What um, what inspiration? You know, we we talk here a lot about being inspired, and we talk a lot about authenticity, and we talk a lot about journeys and finding your way. And what um, a great example of a thread being woven throughout all of these capacities of talent, all of these capacities of career, um, and being consistent across the board. So one of the things um, that you can do if you're thinking about this, and, and very much like um, Baxter was saying, you know, surround yourself with people that are gonna push you, that are gonna motivate you, that are gonna give you knowledge. You know, one of the things that somebody always um, somebody said, and it's not a new quote, but it's like, don't be the smartest person in the room. You know, so find people that are gonna help you level up 
and you can learn from and that are going to motivate you to push you to remain authentic but to give you the opportunity of space of time and the ability to move forward so thank you for joining us today and as usual you are the best you in the world i'll see you next time here on the Phillips show Shot by Bax.